Welcome to This Student Life, a podcast by Student Life and Learning Support at Toronto Metropolitan University, highlighting stories about student life beyond academics. Hi everyone, welcome to the holiday episode of This Student Life. Today, we're at the Shopee SLC Marketplace to talk to student vendors about their business, their products, and what it's like to be a student business owner. But first, we're talking to John, a student staff SLC specialist, to talk about his experience in helping to organize this event. Hi, yeah, my name is Jonathan. I am a second year student in the business management program majoring in global management studies. I also work here at the SLC as an SLC specialist. My role includes uh, roaming the building to make sure everything's running smoothly. I'm also present at the welcome desk to help answer any questions that patrons and students have. And then I give tours also for patrons that scheduled them and I also help with planning and setting up events that occur here in the SLC. And so in terms of the SLC market what was your involvement with the planning and the organization? Yeah, so in terms of the planning, we had an initial meeting basically to discuss all the logistics and what the timeline would look like. And then we helped put up posters just to get the word out so that um, vendors that would potentially be interested um, would be able to take note of it and send their application. And then once we got the applications, um, me and the rest of the specialists and I guess the assistants who are like our supervisors included, uh, we kind of went through all the vendor applications and we kind of looked at which would be most appropriate um, for the event uh, and just make sure we had the right number. Um, and then after we've kind of gave the green light for all of the vendors, uh, we just kind of helped with setting things up. So like putting posters to tell other patrons that the event was occurring and then setting up all the stuff here like the tabling and uh, all the decorations and things like that, yeah. And what would you say was your biggest challenge in organizing this event? For me, I would say the biggest challenge, at least that I was involved with, was going through the vendors because we got such a large number of applicants, more than I honestly anticipated. And of course, we had a limited amount of uh, spots where vendors could showcase themselves. So just going through all the vendors and trying to determine like what would be appropriate, um, what products would a mix of like Pricewell, who had vendor experience. We wanted to also make sure we had a diversity of products. Um, I think for me, that was the biggest challenge. What are some upcoming events that are going to be happening in the SLC building? So here in the SLC, it's getting to the end of the year, so I don't know if we will have any big or major events occurring uh, before the end of 2022. I know next year, for example, uh, we have kind of a similar event called Taste the SLC, um, which I think is similar to the Shop the SLC, but um, specifically related to food. Uh, I definitely recommend checking that out, but there's always like events or like tabling events occurring here for example, that are being hosted um, by third parties like student groups or associations. Um, so it's always good to keep an eye out for those. I'd say there's a couple main sources that are pretty good to follow. I'd say the best source is probably the Instagram page, which I believe is just SLC Toronto Met. And there they post about upcoming events on their stories. They're constantly showing events. And like for an event such as this, they'll showcase some of the vendors. And in terms of um, maybe like more detailed descriptions of things going on with the SLC. They have a blog. You can just Google 
like SLC uh, blog Toronto Met You, and there will be uh, like probably the first search you'll find. Uh, they'll talk about, for example, shop the SLC a little bit more in depth than any events that will be occurring here. Next up, let's hear from some student business owners. Uh, my name is Cynthia. So I'm in fourth year. I'm at Creative Industries. My business is called Illicin. Uh, it's like a stationery store. I do stickers, prints, keychains, phone grips, like that kind of stuff, like stationery. I draw everything myself. Uh, my name is Alessia, and my business partner is Angel. We started a crochet business in the pandemic, and we're called Trey Crochet. It's French. So our best-selling product is lavender bouquets, crochet lavender bouquets. Uh, we do tulips and roses we just started doing, which we're very popular at this market. We also do a lot of cow plushies and I find a lot of people love our mushroom plushies as well. So my name is Audrey Chen. I'm a third year fashion design student. Um, you can find me on Odd Smiley. My products I feel like are a little bit of everything. So my thing is that everything on my table has been touched by me in some way. Um, I used to sell like these patchwork cardigans in the past as well. Um, this time I have some rice bag tote bags. I have prints, I have stickers, some jewelry. My name is Ari and uh, my business's name is Ari Para Art. Uh, so basically I sell um, different kinds of jewelry, polymer clay, charm, gemstone, and I also do a lot of creative writing. So I usually have uh, the books that I've self-published here and I make bracelets and stuff as well. So I'm a Chang student here and I am studying the English Lit and Pop Culture uh, Certificate Program. And I started that I think maybe like two years ago, like in the middle of the pandemic and I'm almost done. My name is Noor. I am a second year law student at Lincoln Alexander and I am a visual artist based in Mississauga. My medium is acrylic paint on canvas. So I have hand painted tote bags, I have prints, frames and original paintings. Um, my style is monochrome portraiture which means I paint portraits in just one color. So all of my work today that I brought to the market follows that theme. And how did you start your business? What's the story behind your products? We used to do arts and crafts a lot when we were younger and we had this old ball of uh, purple yarn just lying around and I was like okay let me pick it up and try something with it my Nana gave me a crochet hook and I made a hat I invited my friend Angel over and I was like Angel we can do something with this and we just started you know searching up YouTube tutorials making our own patterns for plushies and ever since then we've been addicted to crocheting like first and foremost I'm a fashion student and I'm like interested in fashion design um, but with that like my projects usually end up being like really lengthy like it can take usually a few months to fully design, draft, and create a piece. And so in between then, I've been finding that it's really nice to just make smaller products to help release some creative juices. And like also, like selling at markets has been such a nice way to meet people as well. Um, so my products are mostly just like small, cute things that make me happy and that I hope make other people happy. During the pandemic, I moved back home and uh, I was trying to find something that was kind of like tangible because working in, like I work in a lot of nonprofits and I, I, I do a lot of like social justice work so I wanted something that was more like of a tangible craft um, because before that the only creative uh, thing I was doing was creative writing and that also involved like your brain <laughs> um, so I uh, something about like creating polymer clay that's kind of how I started the polymer clay jewelry was really nice because it was something that was more like hands-on and tangible and uh, and and you know I just ended up loving doing it so I made it made it a business and do you have any prior business experience where did you learn the skills that you need to run a business 
business? Um, this is definitely my first business venture. I kind of just figured it out as I went. Um, when it came to like interacting with customers and like branding myself online, it was just like I, I figured it out as I went. And yeah, it was really fun. Okay, so like in elementary school, I made doll clothes and I sold them on Etsy, but that's about it. I've always just liked making things and I want to share those things that I make. We just kind of started this, you know, for fun and then didn't really take it too seriously until our account started getting more and more popular but I feel like for the past year that we have gotten all the attention on our business account that we've learned a lot of how to grow you know how to promote our stuff how to sell on in person and online as well because selling online was a bit of a learning curve especially because of the pandemic but I feel like we did a pretty good job figuring it all out. And how do you market your business and how have you found new customers? Um, so I started with just the stickers and then I grew into prints and then as my business grew, it grew on Etsy and then I grew mostly on Instagram and then um, once I kind of took off on Instagram, I like created my own domain, um, I expanded products into, I, like I grew to manufacture things like keychains, phone grips, those kinds of things. I started to manufacture from other factories to get them made and then now I do a bunch of markets at Ken in the summer so I sell them in person and then markets here and there in the winter but mostly on online like all year round of course social media I feel like that is the most modern way to use marketing um, before in the past you'd use like a marketing agency and stuff but today a lot of the entrepreneurs do it themselves so I'm on Instagram Twitter a big one is using Instagram reels and TikTok. short form videos is very popular nowadays and that is how I get my artwork out there honestly primarily through Instagram like I try my best to connect with other people and then I promote myself there um, but really just being at markets and such in person I feel like are is a great way for people to get to know you and how do you balance being a business owner and being a student the balancing game is the hardest I have to make sure that I manage my time and prioritize tasks based on what's due first and my academics are always my number one priority uh, the thing that I like about what I do as an artist is that um, the commitment is not so high I can choose whenever I want to do a market I can choose if I want to do a commission or not and because I have that flexibility and that freedom that helps me balance my time more between being a student and an artist I'm also doing my master's right now and I think that like something that helps definitely is that um, you know it, it is something that I love and I find that like I am motivated by that more than anything else and I you know being in nonprofits and stuff I feel like I am used to kind of like juggling a bunch of things um, and because this is something that I get to do for me it is something I'm still motivated to do and, and it is a creative outlet that I really enjoy as well so I think that kind of motivates me to keep going do you have any sort of parting advice for anyone trying to start a business first and foremost if you want to get your account to grow the one thing that really helped me was posting on reels I never used to sell anything at the beginning of the year and then I started posting on reels and I was getting sales left and right. Also, don't give up. There's been so many times that we have just, you know, have not had any sales and we're like, what's the point of even continuing this? But there's always going to be one person that's going to love your work and just use that one person as your motivation to do the whole entire thing. And it, once you stick to it, it'll just keep growing and growing. I think honestly, like what's really helped me is like having, like finding the community of other like creative people, other people that, you know, sell things at markets. Um, and I'm, I'm 
pretty new at it. Honestly, I just started in August, um, and I have already met a lot of people, and, like, I'm in a bunch of group chats, and it's really nice to see how, like, everyone kind of supports each other. So if people were thinking about starting a business, I think definitely finding a community of people that are like-minded um, really helps and makes the process, like, more enjoyable. Really just go for it, because I think if you never try it, you'll never succeed, and as much as you want to learn and grow first, um, a good way of learning, like, how to do something is by actually doing it. Yeah, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Do not let your fear or, or your your mind tell you that you don't have the potential or you're not capable of doing whatever you want to do. And this doesn't have to be entrepreneurship. This can be just taking little risks like, you know, applying to a particular program or asking somebody out, right? So don't let that stop you from doing the things that you think will make you happy. If you're really passionate about something and you know you want to create really unique designs and sell things like that, just do it. Like, there's so many platforms to start with that you don't really need to spend any money at all. Just, like, put yourself out there, see how it goes, and, you know, like, who knows? It can, like, be, like, career-changing for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Student Life. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. To keep up with student life and learning support at TMU, follow us at SLLS underscore TMU on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.